in a world full of nerds, you have found the Neon Pocket Dimension, a place where you could be a nerd with us. Yeah, what's up? This is Neon Pocket Dimension, my stupid little little dumb beat I made, uh, Ableton stock synthesizers, uh, analog. That's a good one. My, my name is Jacob. Uh, I'm here with the other two hosts. Uh, what's y'all? What's your names, boys? I'm Luke Sh- Shot First, also known as Gage Luke. I think swip that, flop, swap them around. Sweet. <laughs> I'm uh, Miguel. Boxcar Miguel. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yep. And this is a this is a podcast of of some sort. It's also a live stream. You could check out every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time twitch.tv slash neon pocket dimension uh but if you do miss us live you can check us out on youtube just uh search odd valley or neon pocket dimension and you'll find the odd valley studios channel there and we got a playlist on there you can check out all the episodes later um what else we got oh and then you know we're on twitter we're on everything so just go ahead and find us and we'll uh, plug all our other shit later boys how are you feeling today Dude, it's it's a hump day. It's a hump day kind of day. I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, okay, I wait. <laughs> you said hump day, and I was like, gonna I was gonna do the hump motion, but I was like, ooh, should I not do the hump? And so I just did like a, I did a hump, I did a just hump dance. Strictly against Twitch regulations. I'm just kidding. Is that a hump? Oh yeah, that works. A hump, okay. a hump and pump. Yeah. All right, you we'll can't really see my. <laughs> you can't see. Yeah, I'm thrusting wildly. Um, uh, check out There's this. These... Well, I'm sorry. Go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Gage. There's these stupid si- street signs around my town that um, you know where like they used to call them speed bumps, right? Right. Yeah, like you know, there's... now they're speed humps. What's up with that? Speed but every time hump. I go over them, when my wife's in the car, I pretend to speed hump and and she doesn't laugh. But it's a good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you humping, humping I'm it humping up while you, driving. You humping it up, dude. Um, that's really funny. Uh, you know what? You bring up uh, street signs. There's this. I, I I drive past this high school every day on on the way to to work. Uh, and mm-hmm. right next door, there's a fire truck or a you know a fire station, and it like like the whole like fire station ahead sign is upside down. And I just look at it every day, and I'm like, still like that, and drive past nice. it. <laughs> I, I always like the street sign that says slow children playing or it's supposed to be like slow comma children playing but it yeah. just says slow children playing i'm like that's kind of right. mean you know yeah dead uh what is it don't dead inside or whatever you know that whole yeah what is it isn't that fuck i'm trying to remember what's, what's the name of that walking dead there you go uh it what it's don't dead inside or don't Oh, open don't dead inside or something like that. I, I can't remember. Yeah, now now yeah. I gotta I gotta look that up, guys. I just fucked that all up. Um, <laughs> you definitely fucked that up. But I, <laughs> I know I was picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, it's it's literally a subreddit that's like dedicated to like when people write stuff in like a weird order and like they expect you to understand what they're talking about. But if you read it left left to right, it's always stupid. Like you know, slow children. Oh yeah. So anyway, the Neon Pocket Dimension is a <laughs> podcast all about nerding out on whatever the fuck you want to nerd out on. 
Uh, typically, that's video games, movies, anime, stuff like that uh, that we like to do. Uh, one day, we were talking about card games, uh, you know, tabletop games, like that stuff. Like ga- We like games. But, uh, Hello, children. Yeah, slow children. We might uh, nerd out on street signs like we just did. Sure. You could nerd out on those, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's more about the street signs, I would say, than um, the actual children. But um, yeah. This is that's what this show's all about, man. It's not. I mean, we are we all we're all gamers here. We talk about video games a lot, you know. Um, But there's always a chance we could talk about movies one week, or just have a a guest on to talk about uh, uh, parasailing, you know. That'd be rad. You know what I mean? Do you you have anyone? (laughs) No, I don't know. I'm just that's me pulling from the ether, like because I was gonna say pincushioning. And I was like, "That's kind. Of, that's not right, isn't it?" Um, sewing. I should have said sewing. And then I just just sewing like probably. Then I just yeah. said para okay. parasailing instead. That's <laughs> that, that's like a, a beaver on here. Fun fact about mm. about yours truly. I'm a I'm a I'm a damn good knitter. I can knit up a storm. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. What I, what, uh, last thing I knitted was a scarf for my mom. Uh, it was for it was a Christmas present that was supposed to be for Christmas in 2019. Didn't give it to her until 2021, but that's okay. Holy shit! Oh, you put a lot of extra care and love into it. No, I just put it down <laughs> for about nine months. Oh. <laughs> that's cool. It's, it's uh, I just wanted to call out, like, by the way, if you do like our all our fun graphic arts for this show. Um, that's all the work of Luke shot first over here, AKA gauge. Uh, and I, I just had the, the green screen up. So check out this like weird, uh, but awesome glasses NPD thing behind me. So I have another icon I'll show off if we do get to the B roll later, but I just want to show that off. Um, but Rotating anyway, graphics. Yeah. Uh, thanks bud. Thank you. Nice you know, all the thumbnails, all the cool shit stuff. I don't do on odd Valley because, um, I'm more, I'm way more lazy with that show. Just post it <laughs> up, hope for the best. Um, but anyway, uh, this is a uh, an, a sectors episode of Neon Pocket Dimension, which is going to be a recurring type of episode. Uh, so basically, the way we'll break it down, uh, every episode we do the vibe new, which we'll get into. If you know, you know. Um, and we'll keep it short this time. Uh, and then we get into our sectors, which is uh, reminiscent to if you're really old Odd Valley uh, fan, you may remember Tend to Talk. So it's kind of similar to that. We all have our own like little topic, uh, 15 minutes uh, on this show, where we get to talk about whatever we want to talk about, whatever we are nerding or whatever nerd topic we want to bring to the table. Uh, and then that's that. So let's start with this. Uh, Miguel, what you been nerding out on this week, man? Uh, unfortunately, not a whole lot. Um, I haven't really been able to play a Game Pass. That's probably the one thing that I've been uh, doing. I've still been playing Sable. Oh, nice. cool. Andrew Fandango. Um, hmm. Nothing too crazy. What did I do this weekend? I watched something that I thought was pretty decent. Um, oh, The Gray Man on uh, Netflix. Oh, cool. How was it? Yeah, oh, with uh, Gosling and, and Chris Evans? Chris Evans, yeah. It's, it's it's not bad. It's it's worth a watch. Chris Evans being a douchebag works perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I would recommend that movie. Right on. And there was something nice. else I watched, too, and I don't remember what it was. Have you seen Prey yet? Crazy. 
What's that? Have you seen Prey yet? Oh, that was the other thing that I I haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay. You haven't finished the film. I got I got like half a quarter of the way through before I fell asleep. Yeah, late night before, movie sessions. Boring, just because I was tired. Right. Yeah. We're so we're aging. We're aging nerds, so we get tired. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't have not quite geriatric, <laughs> but getting there. We don't just subsist on energy drinks and Doritos, okay? We have to uh, go to sleep at a certain time at night and uh, pass out while watching. Well, I do have a bag of Doritos right here. I mean, <laughs> I have one downstairs, too. So I don't know. Uh, No, I actually brought those for me and my wife, and I was like, I'm not going to eat Doritos on the show, but thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you showing that. Miguel, you just said something, and I couldn't hear it. I'm sorry. What, what, what was that? The good flavor. Oh, ranch? Yeah, ranch, ranch. is the good flavor. That's um, the good flavor. I also I'm, I also like spicy nacho, which I have a bag of downstairs. You know what I mean? That's nice. a pretty good. That, I, that's up there. I feel like spicy nacho is like the better version of nacho cheese, but like because it's spicy, I have to choose like, do I want my tummy to hurt tonight, or am I just gonna go for just the cheese? You know what I mean? Spicy things do, you know? So actually, fake spicy things like that, where it's just like cayenne pepper, right? Uh, I, I prefer the uh, the the tapatio Doritos if we're gonna go spicy. That's so good. You're right. Oh, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever had those. You never had those the tapatios. I'm a big tapatio fan, so they're, I should have. I mean, those. You have not had those. I highly recommend. The homie Steven, okay. the homie Steven Singer Bro in chat uh, says, "I like the green bag. The salsa verde chips are good too." Yeah, those are pretty Can't good lie. too. I like those as well. I think honestly, I, though, overall, most Doritos aren't bad. True. Most players. But my favorite salsa verde flavor has got to be, I think, that it's Tostitos. And it looks like that one bag, like the taco seasoning style one or whatever. It's, I don't know. Yeah. They, they got a salsa verde one. It's pretty good. Yeah, I know which ones you're talking about. Those are good. That's a good bag. Um, we nerd out on food here, too, by the way. Uh, uh, what was that, about two minutes? I think so. Miguel, you got anything else to throw out there? No, just food in general. You want to talk about noodles? We talk about noodles. Uh, quickly. No, it's all good, dude. Go Ramen? Um, no, it was uh, Shang. Shang artisan noodle. Okay. Okay. Shang. Maybe that can be your endorsement later. I don't know. I highly recommend that place. Uh, right on, man. Um, Gage. Hell, you've been hey. nerding out on, bro. What you been nerding out oh, no, on no. this week? Wibe new, baby. I'm, I'm wibe newing, man. I'm, uh, I've been nerding out on... We, we mentioned it briefly, but, but pray. Uh... I turned on that movie with like zero expectations. Like really, I had seen like a trailer, I think, for it um, in front of something, and uh, I was like, "Oh, that might be kind of cool. Whatever, it's a cool premise." And uh, I turned it on, and I watched it with my wife, and it was cool because I didn't tell her it was a Predator movie. Oh, okay. I just I just told her it was like this movie called Prey that I wanted to watch, and so she jumped in, and so when the Predator showed up, she was like really surprised, which was rad. <laughs> um she's like wait wait that looks just like a predator i'm like yeah it's a predator movie and she was like <laughs> she was like what that's awesome um and uh i think it really made the movie for her but it was like surprisingly really good i was i i had you know the last predator movie that i liked was the adrian brody one where they're like on their planet same that one's okay excellent that's, that one was pretty good yep. that's an excellent movie. and then and then this one i thought was just i don't know it just felt like it's it's very much just a retread of like the first predator in a lot of ways but um I think they did a, a good job with it, and I think the there was some good like hunter versus hunted stuff going on, and and uh, 
it was just cool that there's like a Comanche version and stuff. Although I will say, I think the Comanche version should have been the default and it, with an English dub as opposed to the other way around. I thought that would have been cool because it's kind of weird when like the Frenchmen have like a translator who's supposed to be able to speak Comanche and like he speaks in English so that we can understand him as opposed to French. But right. there's like not subtitles for the French. Like, I, th- you know, I th- found that as a little dissonant. But other than that, it was it was really cool. Did you watch it in English or Comanche? I watched it in English, but I was like, it would be cool if this was just in Comanche. Like, you know. So but I, I guess I've seen the Comanche version, and I was mm. very. Um, I kind of wish they would have filmed it in Comanche. Yeah, that's what that's he was what I mean. just saying. Yeah. All the actors probably don't know Comanche and probably wouldn't learn it fast enough for them to actually film it that way. I guess. Yeah. That, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it just felt like it would have. It didn't. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. The dub. It's a dub, right? So it, it just it's gonna feel yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. So it felt very off. But I would agree with you. I thought it was pretty neat that they had a Comanche version. It is yeah, neat. That's yeah. Cool. It's neat, but kind of squandered uh, is what I hear. But um, uh, it's it's like it'd be you know it just be would be rad if Hollywood could get to a place where it's like hey subtitle films are just as just as you know mm-hmm. I don't know viable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, I, I just think, I mean, I, I don't think it's Comanche uh, or anything, but Apocalyptica is a movie that comes to mind, and I dug that movie. Yeah, that was, it, as much as I don't like, you know, what's his name? Fun. Overall, that movie, yeah. it, it's a fun movie. It's a good movie. I like that yeah, one. It's absolutely pretty hardcore, but that whole movie is like, it's shot, uh, they're speaking the Nave language, so... That like to me is like what it could have been like. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I that way. yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like you know, I think I don't think they're all Native American. Like the actors, like you know, I think the it might be. You know, I don't know. I, I'm I'm actually not I think, sure. I think some of them did redo their lines in Comanche, so some of them were. But I don't know if it was the whole cast. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know about the main the main girl, but she is she is, I believe of of comanche descent yeah she's um that's good definitely native american yeah yeah oh okay well yeah i i hope they used all native americans but you know i'm just yeah like you're saying you know who knows if all of them could speak comanche or whatever you know like and that could be that could take extra time i heard this movie also had some kind of so-so cgi but that's not gonna stop me dude honestly i we still haven't watched it we still haven't watched it it's on, you know, it's on the it docket just- it was just uh it was just like the predator ship had some pretty crummy CGI. Yeah. I'd say like the actual predator stuff was really good practical effects, you know. Um there's like really cool moments where um like blood like gets on the cloaked elements of the predator and it looked really good. So, you know, I think it was just like they skimped on some of the like the more spacey stuff, but you only see those for like little clips, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, see, I mean, it's just to set the scene, you know. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, the CGI in Predator, The Predator, although, albeit not as good of a film, is better than this movie, and I just don't... I mean, you have to have the, at least the same standards of CGI work, uh, or I'm just not going to be interested in this film. Uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> your, uh, your picky nerd voice sounds like Stephen Gobert doing Eric Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yikes i liked it i love it uh okay so 
What was I gonna say? What was it gonna say? Uh, I got one more. I got one more live new, and then I can be okay, done. Sure. Um, the other thing I have been nerding out on this week is um, uh, Light and Magic, which is a docu series on Disney oh, Plus yeah. mm-hmm. about ILM Industrial Light and Magic, um, who, which is like essentially the first um, special effects house that George Lucas co-created with some. Um, some Silicon Valley guys and some and some LA like total hood rats kind of. It's like totally like a ragtag team of engineers and artists and and stuff. And and it's just a it's an awesome series. It starts off like on the first Star Wars and then moves through the evolution of ILM. But um, there's some crazy stuff that comes out of there. And it just like it's fascinating if you like Star Wars um, or any tons of movies. All the Amblin, Steven Spielberg films, all the. Uh, you know harry potter films everything that comes after that is all like made possible by ilm in a lot of ways so um yeah really interesting i highly recommend it disney plus right Mm-hmm. gotta watch it yeah I, I gotta watch it also uh today i found out about uh marvel legends or something and it's supposed to break down like the characters so if you don't want to watch all the oh, marvel yeah. movies and you just kind of want to know what the fuck's going on with all these characters you could just watch those for each character and then just kind of like Maybe watch Endgame and the or you know, maybe watch Infinity War and Endgame like and the then Avengers move on movies. to like yeah. the, yeah, the totally. current phase or something. Which I just find it to be interesting. And there, like I saw a trail like a trailer for like the Hulk on there, and I was like, ooh, maybe, is it just a supercut of all the Hulk scenes? If so, I'm down. I'll just watch that because I love the Hulk. It's cool. It's 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 good for like you know, um, like right before I rewatched or right before I watched WandaVision, there was like a Wanda yeah. one. Uh, and it, right. or it was Wanda and Vision, I think, and it just like like recaps their whole storyline in the MCU up to then. So um, it's definitely cool because it's just like it's like almost like a little previously on, but like specific right. to those characters. I like it's that. Cool. I like that, and I want to check it out. Um, what have I been nerding out on this week? Uh, I'll keep mine really short. A uh, lot of Civilization Six to the point right. where I'm playing one game on my Switch and one game on my PC and the PC game is doomed, man. It's like I started as Spain and I'm fucked. Like I got fucked completely. Like I've tried to expand, motherfuckers were there. I expand the other day uh, the other way, motherfuckers were there too. And then I just got completely attacked by like uh barbarians at every turn. So now like I my score is so much lower than the computers, but I'm determined to just stick it out. So I'm just building a massive army. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to bomb the shit out of everyone and hope for the best. And then on my Switch version, I think things are going better. But I'm only playing that version like when I'm walking on the treadmill. I, I attach those like oh, nice. wrist thingies, right? And there's like a little thing where you could set the Switch down, pull the Switch mo- motes off. Oh, yeah. Right? The, what do you call mm-hmm. them? Nunchucks? Mm-hmm. What are they called again? Wiimotes. No, no, no. It's, not, no. it's also not uh, Wiimotes. Why do they have to? Why, why does it? Joy-Con, Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons. Why? Do, oh, yes. Why is there a vocabulary to understand Nintendo things? You know what <laughs> I mean? They have to create idea like words. Some bullshit. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I just attach those wrist things, and I'm just like walking my merry way while I decide to like move a spearman over here, and uh, I'm just obsessed with Civilization, and I and I'm still playing that Unciv mobile game, which is absolutely nice. free and like kind of open source and like kind of community developed it's a really interesting game so um and in that game i'm fully full-on dominating like i'm literally like there's like 30 knights about to invade this carthage to the south to the southwest that person's fucked 
They decide like I, I have all the city states in my pocket and there's one city state that I met that's like right by them and they sent out a quest to like, oh, we're being attacked by Carthage. Someone attack Carthage and I'm like I've been building my military for this moment, deciding which one I'm going to destroy first. So fun game. Um I just love these strategy games. Also, I want to try out Two Point Campus, which just came out, and it's on Game Pass uh, day and date. So uh, definitely going to check that out. But then, of course, because I can't fucking get enough, I'm obsessed. I'm over here playing Elden Ring again in my second playthrough. <laughs> um, and I just destroyed all of Lyurnia, including the manor, Car- the Karya Car- manor and stuff. And now I'm like down, and I just made it over to Kaelid you know like the second time you go down there um like because the first time you get teleported by that treasure chest or whatever and then you need to do a little expla- mm-hmm. exploration and when i was like finishing the first area um limb grave or whatever i like went in there just to get you know a couple of the sites of grace done and stuff um and now i'm just like in Kalid, so i'm i'm just i don't know it's just it's just so fun but again like i the second playthrough is in a new game plus like i just started a fresh astrologer at as my first player was like all strength you know unga bunga big hammer smashy build i'm over here now casting like mainly magic and so it's like basically i'm playing a whole different game you know so cool yeah um, it's fun i can't wait to play a second play through i'm really excited for it yeah. yeah oh and then i'll just say that this gauge motherfucker over here we tried to take down radigan uh a few like i don't know how many t- attempts it had to be at least be 20 and we couldn't take Probably him down 20. so we'll, we'll keep at it and <laughs> we kept getting through yeah. radigan and then the the elden beast Elden's like beast, we would man. yeah there was just a couple a couple of stupid moves that kept getting us and yeah there was weird. a there was a patch very recently, like yesterday or today or the day before yeah. or today or something, uh, that buffs the oh, weapons I use specifically on my character, like great hammers too. <laughs> and great axes and stuff. So I'm like, oh yeah, we're we're and we got great this. swords, which is what I use. Right, great swords. Yeah. So we're about to go in there and fucking you know, make, we're about to turn Radigan into Radagon, baby. Woo! Get out of here, bitch. I also. I have to say, I had <laughs> the closest Melania fight. I had her. T- oh t- man! Just like this, I got uh, so close, and and my uh, my mimic was like he like healed himself, and I was like, oh yes, we got this. Yeah. And then she she was like attacking my mimic, and I was like, this is it, going in for the final blow. And Dog then is going her, crazy. Her big her big sword dance um, started off like targeting him, and then for whatever reason, just switched to t- attacking me, and I just got pummeled and it was the worst worst feeling ever but oh well so close so man. i think i think we could probably go in there and and ki- get her in like one one try because i was i was yeah i was feeling real good about her so just stack all the uh rot protection i think that's immunity you know what i mean i have also my bleed weapon does work on her like it oh, really yeah. does so w- when i was when i was using my mimic like we both had the bleed weapon so she was just getting pummeled so but uh, yeah you know there you go that's our what we've been nerding out why i'm new for the week it's time Always. to get into the sectors we're gonna start with miguel this time around i don't think you were here for the last sectors were you i don't think so. yeah i don't what think so uh it was like episode three or two or something it's like really early um but anyway yeah. Here's your sector. So I'm going to hit the timer. Bam. It, come on. There it goes. So uh, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about how sad it was to lose Okura recently. I think on the 30th. 
And I don't know how much of a big Star Wars or Star Trek fans you guys are. But uh, I was very, 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 very disappointed that she passed. I mean, it's to be expected. She was pretty old, I think, in her 70s. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure. Let me check. Yeah, uh, Nicole Nichols. Yeah. The actress. I mean, pull it up in B-roll here. Um, She she was pretty awesome. She did a lot for... Mm -hmm. You know, African American actresses back then, especially. Yep. Um, even though uh, the original series was not my first Star Trek, I grew up watching Next Generation. So yes, too, same but, here. Yeah. yeah, that was definitely like uh, my my dad and my brother talk about the OG Star uh, Star Trek a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, Nichelle Nichols set pre- like precedents and like. Like essentially like she uh she even talked about this story like I was listening she was they were talking to her on NPR or something like they were playing like an old interview with her and it was something like like she wanted to quit Star Trek uh because of whatever reason like to go to some other show or whatever she's sick of it and basically like or either that or she wanted to go protest or something like that you know because it was during the civil rights movement and she said that martin martin luther king told her no no you're already doing like you're 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 fighting just by being on tv and like showing people that like you know black people are human beings um and so essentially she kept being on star trek because martin luther king told her to you should do it and that that's a really cool fucking story. Um, and also like she, I think the first interracial kiss ever yeah. on television was, on was between her and William Shatner. Yep. So set, setting a lot of, you know, setting a lot of uh, precedents there and like breaking barriers. Uh, Nichelle Nichols, rest in peace. We love you. We're, we're sorry. We're sorry to see you go. Um, Miguel. Live long and prosper. Disappointed. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to pull up some celebrity deaths of the year? Um, Meatloaf died, who I can remember off the top of my head. Oh, my God. Was that this year? This year. Meatloaf. Oh, Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah, the music. Come on, man. Better to hell. Yeah, better to hell. I'm very aware of Meatloaf. I won't do that, you know. Also, Um, what was uh, his name? Fight Club. Fi- oh, his yeah. name is Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. Yeah, he had oh, big old, yeah. huge titties. Uh, remember when he uh, <laughs> Edward Norton he was, brings him in for the hug? It was so random that he was in that movie. I remember the first yeah. time seeing that was like, is that Meatloaf? Is that for real? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know about Meatloaf when I saw that movie like the first fifteen times. You know what I mean? Um, you know why I I, just I, didn't know what he I had like. learned about him from VH1's uh, top worst songs of all time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and one of his was on there. I think it was "I Won't Do That." Maybe it was worst song lyrics of all time. I forget. But yeah, and I, that's how I knew about Meatloaf originally. But rest I, in peace. Yeah, I well, that's that. unfortunate. <laughs> that's how you remember him. Um, and what was <laughs> no, his fond memories of Louis Meatloaf? But that's how I discovered him. Let's put it that way. Um, let's see, Meatloaf. Um, Olivia Newton-John just died too. Rocky Horror. Did. Yeah, she did, and that's did. really so sad. I was into you know Greece and Olivia herself. I had a coworker basically say, 
oh no, that was every boy's like wet dream essentially when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fair enough. I mean, when the she, different... I could see it when she comes back with like way too much makeup on, and the and the blonde hair just all poofed out. That I mean, Were that's that's sex appeal, dude. <laughs> no, you know, you know, honestly, I never, I've never really been into blondes. You know what I mean? Me neither, man. So I've never had a thing for it. Maybe, it, sh- maybe Sharon Stone. It depends on the blonde. It does. Generally, yeah. yeah, definitely depends on the blonde. Like, I feel like a lot, like a lot of dudes. Well, or, or at least back in the day, but like, there's just some dudes yeah, out there were the- who are like, oh, I see blonde hair, and my, you know, my, I got a, at least a chub. I'm at least halfway there. You know what I mean? Yeah, the flag little, is uh, has been pulled at least a, a few like cord cord pulls up. You know what I mean? Lengths. Yeah. All right. All right. All is right. that what you call Scarjo in Lost in Translation? She's blonde in that movie, but I thought she was really cute. Scarjo's, uh, you know, she's yeah, that, that's that's young I mean, Scarjo too, though. She's hot, so it's different. Is what it is. I think it is. I I mean when eight the first time i ever saw scarlett johansson was in eight-legged freaks and she was hot in that movie and i was like dang she got some big old titties she got some big old titties because there's a scene where they walk in on her in the bathroom and you see some side boob and i was like who is this woman you know what i mean and then she blew up what well, how old was she in that movie? I don't know. I mean, young? she's enough. She was eighteen, playing like a, a a college kid or something in that movie, right? Yeah, so. yeah. She's like eighteen to twenty know. something in that film. Well, no. The only reason I ask is because I don't like I I have no uh, reference point as far as when it came out. I don't remember when. It I came don't out. remember. I it's early two thousands, dude. When the first it, thing like, I remember seeing out. her in was uh, Ghost World. Oh yeah, War Birch. I'd never seen that movie until Joy made me watch it like very recently, like with like three or four years ago or something. I like that movie. Got Steve Buscemi. That movie's fucking weird, but cool. Weird, but it's good. <laughs> um, oh, I'm I'm like uh, I was gonna say um I was gonna say Nichelle Nichols, pretty foxy. Oh yeah, oh, uh, yes, she was definitely hot yeah. at the time, dude, for sure. And I, yeah, she's, as, she's a fox. And as an old woman, she just seemed like scrappy, like like she could whoop your ass, dude, if you if you looked at her funny. But she could also smoke a doobie with you and be hella cool. You know what I mean? Most deaf. That's and tell her and tell about the, tell you about the time she was hanging out with like Louis Armstrong or something. Right. She like yelled this one time. I was hanging out with Martin Luther King, and. He took his he took she'd, his loafers she'd off. She'd call him Doctor King, probably. And he wasn't wearing socks. And then I just never asked him about it. You know, like what if she had a story like that? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Good <laughs> headcanon. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with stories that aren't true. Um, uh, who else died? <laughs> oh wait, by the way, Livy Newton John. You guys are talking about Greece. I grew up watching Greece with my sister. She loved that movie, so we watched it a million times. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Were you a fan or no? Yeah, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I guess I was a fan. But, like, now as an adult, I know that I appreciate it. You know what I mean? As a kid, I was like, well, let's watch it. And I was kind of into it. And my sister always tried to make me sing the songs, but I'd be, like, really embarrassed, you know. And then, like, no, no. I'm sorry, what? One more time? Even though you really wanted to? No, I don't know. Maybe I did. I I don't think I did. I got chills. They're multiplying. Um yeah that's right baby um 
Olivia Newton-John <laughs> though is her song, her solo song in that movie is the one scene I o- would always skip. So, no disrespect, uh, Olivia. Rest in peace. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's actually not a bad song, you know. Uh, but it's the one where she's like really pining over stuff and like it's like nighttime uh, and she's looking at the moon and kind of just singing a slow song. And I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't. Let's can we skip this? Forward. What? Just fast forward on the VHS. Yeah, because that's the sound it would make. Um, Gilbert Godfrey died this year. That was heavy. Uh, that was a bummer. Yeah, fuck. He was that one w- of the ones I was mad about too. <sighs> Iago, but also yeah, so yeah. much more, so much more. How many? How many times did he tell the aristocrats joke? At least a hundred times. I think he was in that documentary. If you've never seen the Aristocrats documentary, please watch it. It is so fucking awesome. Uh, it's all about the journey, man. I need to rewatch that. Um, I learned a lot about jokes and comedians just by watching that documentary in theaters, not knowing exactly what it was. Vin Scully died. Apparently, that's really sad uh, to sports fans. Um, Ray Liotta. Yep. Yep. Uh, I was sad about too. Which, by the way, we were just watching a show or something where Ray, Ray Liotta plays uh, someone's dad in it. I don't know if it's The Bear or something. It's one of those newer shows that I was watching with Mochi Squeeze. And uh, Ray Liotta's the dad. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this must have been the last thing he filmed before he, you know, before he passed away. And it just made me even they, uh, more fucking sad, you know? I wonder if they, uh, how they wrote him off or how they, how they dealt with that. Blackbird. Really? Yeah. I was going to say it's not, it's not Blackbird. the bear. I just finished that, but, um, thank you. Mochi squeeze. Yeah. She's now in chat. Thank you very Blackbird. much. Okay. Thanks. Mochi squeeze. This is Blackbird. Uh, oh. I, I recommended Blackbird actually. Oh, you did. Well, it was, it's really good by the way. <laughs> it's a very good show. It's only, so. it's, only six, it's miniseries, right? It's on yeah. Apple TV. Right. So they don't need nice. to write him off. He lived through the filming and, Watch Blackbird. Watch Severance also on Apple TV. Uh, also that video game one with Ubisoft, which we'll get to in a little bit. Mythic Quest. Spoilers for future, yeah. future segments. Mythic Quest. Yeah. See how I brought it around, man? See how great at segues. Um, I, see, I, see, I see. Hey, man, you're you're all there. You know what I mean? Uh, Miguel, you still do have like 14 or four minutes. Um, so 14, 14. Four. Four. So excuse me. Louis Anderson died too. Louis Anderson. Yeah. Fuck, man. I used to watch him as uh, on Louis. Uh, or what, I, yeah. what was the name of the fucking show? Not Louis. Uh, Not Louis. <laughs> you mean uh, where he's a little kid? Yes. What uh, was the name of that show? Uh, guys, please help us. I can't remember. <laughs> it's the what? It's the Louis Anderson show or it's a cartoon and he's a kid and he's like, hey, I'm riding my bike. What? Life with Louie. Life with Louie. Thank nice. you. I've never seen it. Yeah. You watch a trailer. It's okay. not bad. just him as a child, and he's being himself. I'm not going to pull it up on the B-roll this time. Uh, Paul Sorvino. That one's really sad. You know what? I am going to pull up the B-roll. Here's a lit. Here's just like ABC News is like you know, sad page of sadness. Saget. 
Oh god, I forgot Bob Saget died. That's fucked up. It was like Bob Saget died. He fucking died. I don't. Re- I did not remember that. That's crazy. Yeah, he died in January. Who's Roger Mosley? Um, yeah, January died. Oh, Magnum PI. That's sad. Bill Russell of the Celtics. Is that a basketball yeah, he was, player? He was a savage, dude. He was yeah, like bad, badass. So he was so good back in the day. Dang. That's like that's yeah. like before my time in basketball, obviously. But I, I remember, yeah, seeing that kind of stuff. Uh, can we talk about Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters? Come on. Oh yeah, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, that's that was, so sad. I don't really know what was up with that whole thing. Is he on here somewhere? Probably drugs. Let's see if I can find yeah. Taylor Hawkins. Um, Taylor Hawkins is kind of low on this list. What's happening here? I think maybe it's by date. Hmm. I was gonna say, are they ranked or how is this list set? Yeah, um, <laughs> hey, ABC, how do you rank celebrity deaths? Uh, this one really was rough. There he is, Taylor one, Hawkins. Yeah. yeah, really fucking sad. Although I am happy at least that they got that movie out. You know, so at least you had some. I don't know. I'm just trying to make it positive. See, is the movie out? That movie came out and went, and I need to watch it still. Okay, one day I'll watch it. You know, I, the thing is, like, the Foo Fighters, they're not my favorite, you know, music or whatever, but they yeah. just all seem like generally good people with a good outlook on life, so that's why it's pretty sad that Taylor... Taylor. Uh, I'm actually, a, I'm actually a, like, a fan of the Foo Fighters. I mean, I like them. There's no, there's no, I'm not saying... So. I just don't, like... It's not often that you'll see, like, Foo Fighters on my Spotify, like, just right. on purpose. Right. Uh, I get that. Live. They were fucking killer live. They were super good live. So. Right. Um. Yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried uh, really fucking got me, dude. I was, like, really sad that day. I'm still Whoa, sad about both, it. Both Jerry Seinfeld and George Costanza's in <sighs> in canon mothers died this year from Seinfeld. Oh, my That's God. Wild. That's oh, really? fucked up. Yeah, look. Scroll up a little bit. Where? Where? Uh, Keep going. Nope. Down, I guess. Um... Uh, wait, right there. Oh, is, Liz is Sheridan. Yeah, you're right. That's and, Sanders, Seinfeld. If you go, I think it's like in between there a little bit. You'll see George Costanza uh, sitting, like sitting on a couch with his mom. Huh. He, uh, I see Ivana Trump. Yeah, Ivana Trump. Died. She died. Yeah, that, that, um, that's yeah, that's all right. I think it's down <laughs> here. <laughs> I saw it. It was in the middle somewhere. Okay. It was, it was, um, yeah. Anyways. You'll see George I see, Costanza there I see this, this guy. I don't really know who he is, but rest in peace. To that. Oh, here you go. George Costanza's Estelle mom. Harris. There you go. Estelle, rest in peace to her, man. Wow, that's really yeah. sad. If you never watched um, Seinfeld, um, you could just watch like the best episodes. Like if you just find like a wiki or something. But like Seinfeld's good. Just a good show. That show is fucking amazing. It's, yeah. it's yeah. great. It's one of the ghosts. Yes. And, and I always talk about how like the plots wouldn't work in today's day and age because they all revolve around like pay phones and like making a call to like a message machine. Like, yeah. Lack of, <laughs> of uh, communications when like today it's yeah. just constant. Yeah. We're supposed to meet at a movie at this time, but then like one person's late and they all go see the movie, but then like they just miss them and yeah, just things like that. But damn, is it good? It's, a, it's definitely a slice of time. Um, and yeah, I was sad about meatloaf as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, don't die. Just try not to don't die, do. guys. It's all part. It's Live. all part of it. It's all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Choose life. Not saying these people didn't, but that's how you made it sound. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just saying. You know, I don't know. Just live if you can. 
because people are sad when you when you die and you shouldn't do that if it's possible to avoid it so i don't know that's all i have to say <laughs> live forever is, is, that is jacob's i mean you know die when it's time to die but don't like you know don't speed up the clock like let it let it uh live uh <laughs> let's, move, let's move on to the uh, something more lighthearted. Uh, go ahead, Gage. Your sector has now begun, my friend. My sector, 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 sector. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make. We'll make. We'll, we'll make sound effects for sectors at some point. Um, That's the sector. See, I'm working on it. It's time um, for sector two. So I wanted. To, I guess I wanted to talk a little bit about ubiquitous software. Um, oh. Uh, aka Ubisoft. Oh, um, ubiquitous. I, the other day, I was scrolling through my Switch because I, uh, I actually was watching something mm-hmm. um, that I didn't care about. I think it was a Real Housewives of a place I didn't, I didn't care about. Um, I occasionally get sucked into uh, to reality TV with her, and it's fun. But there's certain Real Housewives that I just can't, I can't do. So um, I was like, you know what? I haven't played my Switch in a while. I'm gonna turn it on <clears throat> and see what I got going on. And I was scrolling through, and nothing was really grabbing my attention. I have some games that I'm, like, in the middle of, but I just can't commit to, like, any big, like, story, <clears throat> third-person RPGs or anything like that right now because I'm just too Elden Ringed out. Um, Feel your pain, dude. So so I've only been wanting to play, like, little past-the-time games or, like, little, like, indie games that, are, that don't feel like a huge commitment or whatever. But for whatever reason, I, I stopped on assassin's creed black flag which i own on switch um and i was like i'm just gonna jump in here and and just be a pirate for a little bit while she watches tv and um before you knew it i was like four hours into that game um started a new profile and i was like sailing sailing the seas on my big pirate ship and just loving life on in like that linear assassin's creed mode and just uh you know i was i was hunting sharks and whales and like and making cool upgrades for my my pistol and my or my blunderbuss and uh you know my cool getting a cool shark outfit for my for my pirate guy mm-hmm. and i was just i was just reminiscing on on days of good times with ubisoft games and i just really ubisoft is just in a really weird place right now and I, and it's just like one of the first times in a long time that i just like honestly don't know if this big huge studio that's like definitely still successful in a lot of ways is going to ever like be something that I'm interested in again. So it's just kind of a shift in, in a, in the gaming world in a way that I haven't seen in a while. And yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Have you guys played any Ubisoft games in the past couple of years? Miguel I'm trying to remember the last one I played, to be honest with you. Uh, the last, the last Ubisoft game I played, uh, probably uh fuck i'm trying to remember the name of that game oh no um x defiant x defiant um you played x Defiant? i did yeah and like i mean there was an nda at the time and i don't think it really matters anymore at this point because i think that game's like canceled or something um but yeah i was in a beta test for it um, cool. I will say that it, there was some technical issues that basically made it unable for me to play properly. Um, but I, I saw the potential. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I was like, this could be cool. Uh, now we're just hearing nothing about it. Um, I do have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but when I first got the Series X, that's like the first game I got, and it didn't mesh well with um, uh, uh, that. What's that thing that where the it loads up in, instantly? Fuck, what's it called? Oh, uh, uh, the quick resume. Quick resume. Thank you very much. Uh, it didn't mesh well with quick resume, so no matter what happened, if you didn't save your game before quick resuming it uh you would lose all your progress oh my god uh from the time that you last saved and it didn't matter didn't matter if you saved it like if you even if you manual saved it after quick resuming all progress lost and that happened to me two times and i lost hours of progress and i quit the game uh pretty much forever uh and i (laughs) i reinstalled it recently and i was like maybe i'll play this it's just sitting there on my hard drive with Series X. Miguel, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I was going to say, um, the last game, I, I remember now, it's The Division. Oh, yeah. oh, right. On PS4, right? Oh, yes. That's probably the last Ubisoft game I played. It's funny, when I got my PS4, I, Miguel t- uh, was like playing The Division 2, so I bought it, got to max level. We played one time, never played it again. <laughs> but it was fun the one time. I'm sorry. Good time. Go like overall, the game got very uh, repetitive and kind of boring, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. I but. spent a little time with it and I had fun while I did, but I fell off. I remember also. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like they're in a weird space. So if you don't know, Ubisoft has made a bunch of mistakes lately. There's been a bunch of allegations of uh, misconduct, some of it sexual misconduct and harassment. There's been. Um, a bunch of layoffs of like upper management stuff, um, inclu- including like one of the main, um, I think he was like the cr- one of the creative directors um, for like pretty much essentially, essentially like making it so like he greenlit or or denied certain like whichever games were going to be made, and apparently he was a, a big asshole and and uh, shitty to women, and he's like one of the reasons why Cassandra just like wasn't the main protagonist in. Um, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, and Odyssey. they like they, so they shoehorned in like the being the guy also if you if you wanted to be yeah and uh, just a bunch of things like that. There's been um, I mean obviously they were they were tra- they were almost taken over by Vivendi, and so they made a bunch of like scrappy business moves and diversified their portfolio a ton to like keep a, a the majority stake in the company and while that was happening i thought like ubisoft was making a lot of good moves um but i just felt like they're always just in a weird space where they're like kind of almost being edgy and pushing the industry and and doing uh like really cool concepts for games but then they always just don't quite get there or something about it is just off or like they they make some bad looking stuff like um even um What's it called? Far Cry Five, right? Far Cry Five was coming out. That's the right newest around the time. One, Say that again. That's that's the newest one, right? Far no, Cry. Far Cry Six is the newest one with Far- John Esposito. Is um, Far Cry Five the one like in America or whatever? And it's about like yeah. weird cultists, like uh, yeah, it's Jim just Jones weird. Again, types. with that game, like I liked. I was like, oh, cool. They're commenting on all like the MAGA stuff and the um, you know, like alt right, just kind of. Stuff alt like right, that, right slash um you know evangelical mm-hmm. that whole thing and i was like that really heavy that ubisoft is making a game about that but then if you play the game it's just so narratively dissonant between like 
we're gonna just like smash big trucks and like have a you know a bear that has grenades and <laughs> America. Yeah. Yeah, America, exactly. It was just weird. <laughs> it was just a weird narratively dissonant game and uh I don't know. I just I just don't know like what they could do to really bring me back. And then now the next Assassin's Creed it sounds like is going to be like a games as a service just full on and be like it's called Assassin's Creed Infinite Codename Infinite. Mm-hmm. Um that's going to be like they just keep adding that means stuff to it and they're just going to give you a grappling hook. If it's called infinite or what? I was going to make that joke too. That's a Halo joke. Um, Yes. Yeah. Halo. (laughs) Master Chief. Dude, Um, put Master Chief in Assassin's Creed. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. That'd be fine. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, I loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought Cassandra was a really Mm -hmm. cool protagonist. Um, The world was really beautiful. The gameplay, I think they dialed it, like, to perfection for sure. Um, but the only problem was, is like, I don't know. It, it's just like it. Eventually, there's so many quests, and it's the game goes on for like 90 hours or something. Like trying, like it's trying to be The Witcher, and they just don't. They don't give you enough. Like uh, I don't know enough reasons to care to play a game 90 hours. They feel like they just want you to, like, keep going on fetch quests and keep just like doing these kind of generic things over and over again and i'm just like it sounded like valhalla was very similar with that i've heard the same yeah it just goes on and on and on and on it just feels like the filler episodes of naruto shippuden or whatever and that you're just like why am i doing like this isn't getting the story anywhere or it's not i don't know i don't know so i'm just i'm a little disheartened because i almost felt like that about (laughs) the second one like feel you like that that early on in my opinion the game has always been kind of very you kind of get to certain areas and it's the mm-hmm. same thing over and over and over and it gets a little yeah. boring it becomes like work yeah and it's just that's why i've kind of stopped playing them to be honest with you that's why i stopped playing mmos for the record oh absolutely mm. yeah although absolutely. I, I may i'm sorry what plus what plus time suck yeah, see, that's the thing, man. And when you have Game Pass, Miguel, which you now do, you see all those titles, and you're like, ooh, man, I want to play this. Ooh, I want to play this. Ooh. Sometimes you like there's too many. Oh, too no. Many oh, no. Now I have five games installed, and I've only played one the whole time. Fuck, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know, even like we have with Game Pass, like I saw um, Assassin's Creed Origins is on there. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I, I, uh, I think it might have been a Games with Gold or something at, at some point because I, ha- I have it or whatever already. Dude, I have um, like... But I'd never played it. I have so many Assassin's Creed games that I got through Games with Gold. Um, so many. Yeah. And, uh, including Black Flag, including the one like in London with the gangs, including every one of the Origins ones. I have like so many, but like, do I want to play them? I mean, I started playing that London one. The London one was pretty cool from what I played. The thing is with me is that I do like Assassin's Creed. I played through all of them up until Black Black Flag. And that means like two and the other two spinoffs from two, all with the, like the Ezio collection, essentially. Um, yeah. And three, three, man. What a game. <laughs> What a what a fuck up of a game. Um, it had some cool moments, and I love the Revolutionary War era. 
They squandered it. They squandered it. I really feel like Black Flag to me is peak Assassin's Creed. Although Assassin's Creed, one hundred percent, Assassin's Creed Blood uh, Two Brotherhood is still my favorite. I say just because I don't know, it just has a place in my heart. But then it's just like there's so much like okay, there's assassins. All right, cool. Now, well, I cared about Desmond, right? Desmond's fucking story was cool, and you know, like there was a point to all this, and then Desmond dies. Spoiler alert! That was like. 10 years ago fucking forever ago yeah and then it's just like okay now it just now it's just like assassin's creed just you go back in time and that's all it's all about you just like play a guy in your dna history and it's like okay it's formulaic now and it's become now like an rpg and it's like now it just goes on forever and now they they now they want a game that will never end and it's just like ubisoft learn something from this shit ea puts out a a real single player game that has like a full story star Wars game. And it's like good. And it has an end, you know what I mean? And then EA is going to move on to the next one of those. And like, I feel like EA should have learned something from that. Like put out a good single player game that like ends and you know, is like a good game. You know what I mean? But Ubisoft is just like, let's just make these big ass open world games, bro. That's all we do. The same thing. Every fucking franchise, it's the same fucking shit. Just walk around yeah. to an icon on a map and do a thing and then go to the next fucking icon and, like, don't even take anything in. And you look at Elden Ring, and it's a game where, like, I guess they did add icons in there. Just for the NPCs, okay? And and just for the save points, <laughs> yeah, basically. It's, it's minimal. It's very minimal, but it's a game where you walk around and you actually look at the fucking world and you explore it and you, you are part of it. And you miss things, you miss things. If you're there, you're there. You know what I mean? It's like a world. It's not just like a big-ass canvas to, like, try to get people to sit there and play it forever. You know what I mean? And or, like, like, a check, essentially a check, a digital checklist, you right. know? Like, right. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. Ubisoft is doing it right with Rainbow Six Siege and Rainbow Six Extraction. Those games are good. I'll give them that. They are. They are. They are. They're not really my type of games. Like, they're a little too tactical for me. Um, but Too I did. That's the other huh? thing is I really did love older Ghost Recon's and older Rainbow Sixes. Um, I just uh like I even like you know I really love like the modern Hitman games. I would love you know some more sandboxy kind of type of stuff from that. Um, Too tactical. Uh, I just mean like you know I like they, I'm there's a lot of typos. I've up never here. really had. <laughs> I've never really had a, a good squad to like communicate with. So if you're playing with randos in those games, I feel like they quick you quickly uh, don't have the capability to like do the correct thing. Yeah, we can make it happen. It's true. You got so, a like, squad now, Rainbow baby. Six, <laughs> in the older Rainbow Six games, you could you could do it single player, but you would tell your other um, operatives what to do. And like, I would love to to see some more takes on that kind of thing with their Tom Clancy stuff. Even with their Tom Clancy stuff, I just feel like they're not... I don't know. They're, uh, the Rainbow Six was the last time I think it was really dialed. But um, Siege, I mean. But, like, you know, yeah. the Wildlands, I've heard some people like it, but it's, it just doesn't feel like... It's on Game Pass now, I want so we from... can experience that for ourselves if we want to. Yeah, maybe let's try, maybe let's try it out. I, I'll, I'll give it a chance. But I don't know. I just want to stream... like a Ubisoft game again. And now they're... They're making an Avatar game, which looks beautiful, to be honest. Miguel? But again, they're doing the Avatar thing where you're like, does anyone care about this really? You care about um, the blue guy? You want to play a blue guy game? Let me know, Miguel. 
You care about those? <laughs> he doesn't care about the avatars. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they're put, they're making a Star Wars game, and I just I hope to God that the Star Wars game, yeah, isn't just like isn't just a open sexist world nightmare. generic thing with a well, yeah with a Star Wars skin. A sexist open world nightmare. <laughs> you can't be the princess. No, you cannot be the princess because people do not care about playing as princess. I'm sorry. Is that French? I'm trying to be French. I sound like a mixture of Middle Eastern slash, uh, I don't know, yeah, Spanish? Yeah. Uh, Italian? That's like a, that was, sorry, like a, that was like a French guy in Algiers or something like that. Um <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Uh, Fuck I just hope to God that you don't play a generic white guy in that game. Like, let me play a goddamn alien in a Star Wars game, of an infinite universe full of aliens. For Christ's sake, you want to be a guy that does, um, does this please. on the box art? <laughs> you know, like be, held, head tilted be down. Kit Fisto or or uh, Ayla Secula or someone cool, someone cool like that. Yeah. This is what I'll oh, well. Give me something new. I don't want any characters I know. Oh, I Fair agree. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I. But if it's a character creator, if it's a character creator, I better be able to be an alien. That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's, top Star Wars. Top Star Wars alien guys. Let's go. Quick quiz. Oh, go. What race? Yeah, yeah. If you could be a Star Wars alien, which one are you gonna be? I'm We're so ranking races, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I say the Wookiee, but that's only mm-hmm. because I'm to Chewbacca. No. That is a really good answer, by the way. Gage? Um, I got to look up what they are called. Uh, Sorry, one second. I'm just going to throw that out. I'm just going to throw this out there because it's at the top of my mind. Ithorian. That's right. You guys want to know what Ithorian is? Yeah, I'd love to. Can you pull up some, some whatnot? Oh, I'm going to pull up the whatnot for you right now, dog. I mean, I, I'm a big fan. Okay, I'm a big fan of. Oh yeah, these guys are rad. The wait, why is it? God damn it! Hold on, let me open another window. This thing, you know the weird yeah. snail slut, like snail snaily looking dude. In yeah, fact, that would be me right there. That's your favorite species. I just said uh, if I could pick, I don't know if it's my favorite man. I don't know. I kind of do like uh, um, Rodians. Rodians are fun. I like me a Rodian as well. Yeah. Ooh, ka, kiko, kaka, solo. You like that? Is that good? Did I'm a big it? fan of. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yes, that was great. I'm a big fan of uh, Twi'leks for sure. Oh yeah, good one. And then I also, mm-hmm. and then I also really like. Uh, I'm also a big fan of Dugs. I'm a big fan of the Doug. Doug? Uh, How do you spell it? Doug. Uh, Sabulba is a Doug. Oh, Sabulba. Okay. Yeah, Miguel. Did you say Be something about? Did you? See, like sometimes you fully cut out, and which is why I fully stop everyone so I can make sure everybody can hear you on the recording. Did you say something about Gage being horny or something because he likes Twi'leks? No, I said <laughs> what man doesn't like Twi'leks? There you go. Thank you. I had to hear that. The people needed to hear that comment. It's true. <laughs> Who doesn't like a Twi'lek? I mean, you know. Yeah, there's some. I mean, you know, I, I was listening to an old, 
I was listening to another kind of funny podcast. How do you do it? Like uh, the other day, and they were and they were at they were the they posed the question: Why do men like breasts? And Ooh, it's kind of the same question. thing with Twi'leks. It's like, why do men like Twi'leks so much? <laughs> it's all the excess skin, just, dude. It's the skin, the extra head skin. They have breasts. We like extra skin. You know yeah. those weird, like, little twirly head things? They're probably soft. Like, you squish them, and you're like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing, and then I held back, but that's great. It's like handlebars, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's uh, time to Fantastic. transition. Let's transition into my sector, um, unless Gage. This is sector. No, I'm good. That was good. a great way to that's leave fun. that. Um, well, I think we're all at the point, uh, to sum up your thing, uh, the Gitmo guy or whatever the fuck, Gitone, the, the guy at Ubisoft can suck a dick, uh, Ubisoft fix your shit, you know, this is the future, I wanna, don't be a dick. I wanna like Yves Gilmont, but I just, I just don't, I'm losing faith, you know? I don't like him, he needs to go, that's where I'm at, I'm sitting yeah. there, he's, an, he's a sexist douchebag, and he's driving that company into the fucking ground, that's where I'm at. And Mochi Queen said Ewoks. <laughs> of course. Hey. Of course. We love Ewoks. I mean, yeah. but if you honestly, I would say Jawa over Ewok. I don't know why. I just I like agree. I like I 100% agree. I love that. The Jawas are much more mysterious. I mean, I love an Ewok because yeah. they're super cute and they're scrappy and great. But like Jawas, yeah. A little, little asshole scavenger. The Ewoks are just there to be cute. And fuck the Ewoks. No. I'm Ewok. sorry. They should have been killing the store. <laughs> they're, they're literally budget Wookiees because they, they ran out of budget to make a planet full of Wookiees. And so they made Ewoks, which are smaller. That's <laughs> fucking incredible. Yeah. Fuck those guys. That's So we didn't get Kashyyyk in the original trilogy because of Ewoks. So you can blame Ewoks for that. But they are cute. <laughs> and they do that like little song. Um, which there's a video on YouTube where it's just a loop of it where the guy's like, dun -ka -dun -ka -dun -na -ka -dun -ka -dun -ka. you know that? And Endor, Endor was filmed like right in my backyard, uh, that whole area. Oh, so that's cool. shit. Oh, yeah, that Humboldt cool. County. Humboldt County. If you guys ever uh, come up here, I'll, I'll take you to the place where they filmed it. It's pretty I'm, rad. I'm sorry for doxing you. Um, okay, let's continue. <laughs> Uh, it's a big place. Your sector. It's a big place. My sector is all about multiplayer video games. I just feel I feel like we should just have a quick chat about this. Um, I was thinking about it. You know what I mean? And like multiplayer games are interesting. Um, so most of my life I've been a single player gamer, uh, just through the fact that like I kind of wasn't allowed to play online because it would always cost extra money or it would tie up the phone lines, stuff like that. <laughs> um, and, like, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I would do, like, LAN stuff with over PC games. And I did do some dial-up modem, like, fucking uh, Warcraft 2 and Command and Conquer, Conquer games with my friend that lived down the street. That was really fun. But for the most part... I was always stuck playing single player games and the only multiplayer games I would, or the only multiplayer experiences I would get would be like my sister, you know, sitting there and trying to battle me in Mario Kart, uh, on the super Nintendo or something, or like maybe yeah. a friend from school playing a two player game, like clay fighter or some dumb shit. Or like on the N64, you had your friends all jumping on there playing Goldeneye, stuff like that. Uh, 
but it wasn't until like way later, you know, you get into the multiplayer online stuff with like, you know, Xbox 360, which sort of like the big era with consoles and PC gaming was already going strong forever before that. But mostly like my gaming experiences were all single player and I always wanted to play multiplayer games. But then you start to play multiplayer games and then you realize that like a lot of mean people out there, you know what I mean? Or a lot of dumb people or a lot of crappy people. Um, and just, it's hard to find a team to really game with. Uh, and that's sort of the topic of what I'm getting at. Um, so I po- I posited a question actually, uh, to the internet. Uh, I don't think I got a lot of people on my poll here, but I put out a poll to kind of ask like, why do you play multiplayer games? Is it, um, you know, just, just a game with your friends is it to get get all sweaty and like really compete? Is it just to piss other people off, or are you like I don't even play multiplayer games? I'm only a single player gamer. And and I'll ask that same poll question to the two of you. If you can answer from one of those four, go for it, Miguel. I would say I'm like half and half. Depends on the game, and depends on. One, if you can even get your schedule to align with the person to play. And if that person wants to play, do I want to play? I may not <laughs> want to play. Right. I may just sit on my ass and do nothing because I'm tired. So I think as I've gotten older, it's become less and less important for me to play with others. Mm-hmm. Unless we're like sitting on a couch. I want to do right. more of that. I would also like an arcade. Oh, like God. Arcade where I can go play games in an arcade. You're saying, Those were the games. you're saying all the right things right now, Miguel. This is awesome to hear. Uh, and we'll get back to what you're saying. Gage, can you answer the question? It's playing with friends, sure. competing against others, getting sweaty slash griefing, or I only play single player. Uh, what would be your answer? Um, it's, it's to play with friends, for sure. I mean, I think the one game that I'm able to even compete at is... Um, is halo infinite of late i've i i i worked took some time and got pretty good uh at that <laughs> and i feel like i can actually come away with games that i feel satisfied like i was a major member of the team mm-hmm. um uh but for the most part it's just been to uh, recently to try and connect with friends i've got a few friends that i don't hang out with that often anymore but we play some games together and then meeting people either in the kind of funny community or just other internet friends uh, to squad up with has been really cool and the nights where we get to actually play some games has been cool and then um during the pandemic we did a lot of like game nights at our house like whether it was mario party or um uh we'd play um like all the jackbox games or uh what is that game ultimate chicken horse we got into a lot of that oh yeah i remember um, that game oh yeah and so yeah classic um uh yeah just cl- kind of classic multiplayer play with friends get goofy mm-hmm. uh, get goofy and freeze get goofy and freeze absolutely <laughs> I love them. okay freeze? Sorry. it wasn't that wasn't me because like miguel <laughs> chimed in at the perfect time you're back i think all right word i'll all right, I'm back. Yeah, it yeah, might have been because I was I was in the Twitch app doing some stuff. Oh, but it I'll, happens. Uh, I'll stop. It happens. <laughs> um, yeah, just to to get goofy yeah. and and hang out with friends and like turn it into a drinking game and have a good time or whatever. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. 
That's another great yeah. thing to bring up. So Miguel brought up uh, couch couch play multiplayer, arcades. Gage brought up drinking games. Uh, that's really fun. Uh, also earlier today in the kind of funny chat, I asked some some Twitch homies, uh, what like what do they? What's their favorite thing about multiplayer games? Majestic Straw. Um, he said clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. Uh, shout outs to Nitro Rifle Annie Cortez uh for that one um that's a good one yeah i mean hey i like popping off uh if the homie singer bro knows about me in halo especially i pop the fuck off and i click them heads uh hedgy hedgy huga was it hedgy or hedgy it's hedgy huga said i really shy away from multiplayer games the ongoing nature makes it feel like an inevitability that the game will eventually morph into something i no longer enjoy um, which I find to be very interesting and I totally identify with, um, look at, look at from software games like Elden Ring and stuff. I mean, a PVE, like just battling normal enemies. It's fun. Cause you can use kind of any build you go. It's the second you step into PVP, you're like, Oh boy, this is a people of min maxed. And you know what I mean? Like they have, they have built their character out to be as annoying and ridiculous as possible to exploit every possible situation they can to fully destroy you to the point where it's not like you can't just play the game. You have to like spend time watching YouTubers talk about builds and like fucking read wikis about like the best this and the best that. And to me, like that fully turns me off for multiplayer games. That's me too. Me too. Not that point. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's not a good time. Like, like, uh, like Gage was just saying, like Halo, right? Good example of like, okay, that's a fun game because it's not about like, oh, what kit did I equip my character with? It's like, all right, everyone starts with the same fucking uh, assault rifle and pistol. You have to find the stuff in the level, you know, to make your character have a better like weapon or whatever. But it's all about like everyone just kind of jumps in and plays, and like I like that about multiplayer games. It's kind of why I like FPS games more. Uh, when it comes to multiplayer a lot, um, <clears throat> at least when it comes to like more competitive stuff, uh, but like games like RPGs or like games where you can pay to win. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's kind of the same reason why I don't want to like engage with fighting games as much because I know that I would have to sit there and pour hours into training mode just to even like have yeah. a fucking chance, you know? And that's just boring to me, you know? Yeah. Like I love a fighting game when maybe you know like when everyone's kind of on a similar level or everyone's like some people are button mashers and some people like know a few combos or know how to do grabs or things like that because button mashers in a lot of those circumstances when you're not like way over over their level um can sometimes win you know like i play a lot of soul caliber with my wife actually she really likes that game and she'll totally beat my ass, like, just because she, like, spams some cheap-ass move. And I'm like, that's cool, man. Like, do what you got to do. Like, it's I'd rather have you win some. I don't want to just be kicking your butt the whole time. So, yeah, I agree. you know, um, but, like, if I play someone who's, like, I'm a fighting in person, I'm just going to get absolutely destroyed. And it's like, all right, what? All right. Yeah. You know. Fuck yeah. out of here. I don't want this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Boring. Fun. I got... A few more too, and I'll just read through them quickly. Or I'll I'll just stop if we have a talking point. But PJ Julian, he's the homie. By the way, if we ever take a trip to Japan, he's gonna show us around um, Osaka. So we'll keep uh, we'll keep that homie in our it. back pocket. You know what I mean? He's a cool ass dude. I told him to come to Vegas too, so I'll show him around. 
I mean, obviously, same to you, Gage, you know, come to Vegas. But PJ Julian said... Oh, I will. I play multiplayer for Mon- Monster Hunter Rise uh, to get the hunt job done fast. So there you go. Spall2714 said, uh, multiplayer games, I like the social aspect. In my adulthood, I very ra- rarely play multiplayer games without friends. Uh, Majestic Straw again said the com- camaraderie, and he said co- college playing Mario Kart 64, and you had to finish a beer by the end of the map, but you couldn't drink while driving. That kind of touches on the type of shit Gage was talking about uh, with drinking games. I, I love that game. Uh, yep. Like another fun one is Smash Bros. Like every time that you die, you got to finish your drink or something or take a shot, you know, st- stuff like that. Um, OMG Alex, the OMG, the other OMG out there. Uh, homie, we gotta get up? them on here so that we can have an OMG takeover. Oh, I know. You know, there's gotta be OMG mm-hmm. fam uh, night. Um, but you know, he may get guests on the show one day. He says, "Hanging with friends, I'm more into the to, into the competitive." Uh, excuse me. He says, "He said I'm more into the cooperative multiplayer these days than the competitive. Just want to chill and shoot the shit while shooting the shit, catch up with everyone, vent, gossip, etc." Um, which seems to be like the general consensus here. That's sort of like my thing as well um charles jacobson cool ass dude uh british guy oh yeah uh he said as a warframe player i love when i can get to help someone and really lift their day up i've played it so much i can help with a lot and i don't really care to have them pay for the for the things in the game it's just nice to do something nice for someone you know and that's really cool of him and also mr hawks uh mr underscore hawks 182 has a similar thing here uh the only multiplayer experience i've ever gotten into is fallout 76 it was the community of people that i met that made it great for me as we had the freedom to just play along each other and and work together all the positivity made up for that game's dot 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 shortcomings um so (laughs) i I think the general consensus is like we all want to just kind of like game with homies it's fun to get competitive when you're in the mood for it but I guess the point I even brought all this up is like games that force you into competitive when you could have a fun like player versus environment like friend romp uh, just kind of tick me off. Uh, the Cycle Frontier is at the top of the list. I always complain about that game. So every time you fucking die, you lose everything in your inventory, including like normal utility items that should just be like on your kit all the time. It's just irritating. And then, of course, a game which I love, but also can you can have a bad night, Sea of Thieves. Which is, it's a great game. It's really fun to play with your friends cooperatively, but people, like, griefing is a big part of it. I mean, pir- real pirates in the game are other players who come to kill you and steal your shit. Even though you've been playing for, like, three hours on one voyage or something and you're just having a good time with your homies, here comes, like, some guys from, you know, Europe who are just, like, yelling at you calling you a bitch or something um who <laughs> sink your ship and it's like really it really irks me so i guess i i just kind of want to reach out and say like you know it just seems like there's all these like griefer sweaty homies or sweaty fucks all over the place who just want to ruin people's day because it's really fun for them but it seems like most gamers are just out to just like well we're just trying to play with their friends have a good time uh which again that brings us back to like going to the arcade when we were kids you know you go, you go play DDR with the friend, or you, you know, you you play a fighting game or whatever with your with your friend, or you sit on the couch and you play a game. So I don't know. I just kind of wanted to uh, put that out there. Like it's just interesting to kind of reflect upon multiplayer games and how they started and 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 how they've grown over the years and and where we're at now 
where it just seems like trolls kind of run a lot of these games these days. Uh, but there's still games like Valheim or um, Minecraft even, you know, where you can just kind of kick it and build stuff and like chill. So I just want to get the pulse out there. Like, what is everybody really trying to do? Are they trying to get an Apex? Apparently not, because no one I fucking know wants to play that game. Sorry, <laughs> we totally shit on your dreams on Twitter earlier today. Hey, um, I, I, yeah, I tweeted out like, why are we playing Apex, guys? And everybody's like, because it's not fun. <laughs> That's basically what I heard back from everyone. To be fair, like so, I have a lot of friends anyway. that play Apex, and I really wish I was better at it. But it's just for it's kind of similar to the way that like. I mean, it's not fully this way, but the time to kill is just so fast that I feel like yeah, I big time. I I end up I end up just dying quickly. And yes, you can bring people back, but um, mm-hmm. I find I just spend so much of my nights that I've tried to play Apex with other friends. I spend more time dead than I do alive, yeah, and or, or like more time not playing than I do playing. And that's why I like I like Fortnite a lot because you can totally come back, you can heal yourself up, you can yeah. I mean, you can in Apex too, but I'm just not as good at it. And then Halo has a different vibe too, and um, obviously it's not a battle royale, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I want to be good at Apex. I want to love it. I just I I I am terrible at it. So yeah, Miguel, any closing multiplayer thoughts? Um, you know, I miss the old days. <laughs> Not to sound like that. I'm with man, you, man. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. Sitting on the couch with your friends. I mean, we've been doing that kind of lately when you come over and record Odd Valley and like, you know, we just play some games or whatever. It's fun. That's actually That's get a Switch. Yeah. Switch is good for that, I think. Yeah, a lot yep. of good co op games on the Switch. Uh, Mario Party. You know what I mean? It's great. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. A lot of games. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, just remember you can go out there and play, have fun with your friends and not just go out there to uh, make people feel bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I want to do, and that's how you uh, make your uh, make yourself feel happy, which is fine. I mean, I yeah, good point. You know what? If 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 me being mad makes you happy, I guess good for you, man. I, I'm happy you're happy, buddy. But you kind of waste you wasted my three hour voyage, you sons of bitches. <sighs> <laughs> uh, i mean it's kind of like real piracy right like occasionally True. like you know the, the spanish armada just comes along and fucks your day up you're absolutely <laughs> right <laughs> shout out to the last podcast on the left for that blackbeard series that was incredible uh and super eye-opening about real pirates uh i have one last quick segment miguel do we have time or are we gonna skip it uh, gotta be real quick it's gonna be really okay. quick uh, this segment's called "Pretend Like You're on Multiplayer Yelling at at Some Kid." Go ahead, Gage. What What do you like uh, okay. when you're mad? Uh, so when I I played briefly, there's a sorry sorry real quick aside. What uh, briefly on Oculus mm-hmm. Quest, I played a a game called Echo Arena, which is a, a multiplayer kind of basketball ish uh, VR game. Filled with nothing but like seven to thirteen year olds, and it was a fucking nightmare hellscape in there. And uh, I was like, I was, Fuck. it was just awful. And so it would be like, it'd be like, oh my god, you fucking old dude, like what? And then they'd say all sorts of words I'm not gonna say on online. And I was like, you guys, hmm. I felt so bad. I was like, I tried to come in there and just be like, okay, 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 like let's all be nice to each other and work together as a team. And they're like, you fucking, and then they would say bad words I yeah. don't want to say. 
Well, they and, call you. Yeah. What's, what's the word? Can you start put the letter? They call me like they call me. They call me a bundle of sticks. A bunch. I'm like, aren't oh, aren't, millenn- aren't aren't Gen no. aren't Gen Z Zers PC and oh, stuff? No. And th- yeah, I was just I was getting a lot oh, of that. No. I was getting a lot of like um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just weird, weird stuff, weird, weird things. I didn't know. Young boys. <laughs> yeah, young children. A lot of young boys. Yeah, it's weird. Who feel like they have a lot to prove. They sure do. Yeah, absolutely. Miguel, you got anything? What, what, oh, what would you shout, or what has been shouted at you? Something. Oh, I'm gonna go fuck your mother now, and then I'd quit. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, classic. Yeah. Uh, I I just say like. Um, what do I, what do I yell when I'm mad? Um, fuck you, you little piece of shit. You fucker. You're in your fucking basement. I bet you don't even have a job. Who bought you that PS5? You little fucking guy. Uh, or if I was on Sea of Thieves, I'd be like, (laughs) why did you sink me, dude? Why? That's all I got. If I was on Sea of Thieves, I always stay in character, so I'd be like, Yarr, why did you dare sink my ship, you little lion lover? Like that. That's how I <laughs> Or do if that. I'm in cycle, this is probably what they hear. No! Like, yeah, that's it. all of that. <laughs> so, that's that's all right. Yeah, that's good. That was a fun segment, everyone. What are our endorsements for that today? Was a really good Let's start with Miguel. <laughs> I knew you would like it. Miguel, what's your endorsement for this week, man? Noodles, noodles of all kinds. Hand pulled noodles, if, if possible. Noodles. If you're in Las Vegas, artisan noodle. Artisan Delicious. noodle. Shanged artisan noodle. Shanged artisan noodle. S H A N G. Shang. Shang artisan noodle. Okay, I'll pull that up. I will send you a link. Okay. Well. Beautiful. I just googled it. Delicious. Just it's already googled. Are great. I'm gonna, Whoa, I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have some noodles for dinner. I'm excited. Nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that place is really good. Cool. Uh, I'll just jump in and do mine really quick. Uh, All right. I haven't even been here, okay? But I have oh. to endorse it. I have to endorse it. Uh, another kind of funny community member that I was chatting with earlier today. Um, fuck, I miss, I lost the thing here. I'm sorry. Uh, not the Lysander. Not the Lysander. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Not the Lysander. Yes. Yes. Not the Lysander. Uh, he told me about this big bounty house, apparently that's in New York. Um, and it looks like this, <laughs> just a yeah. big ass fucking uncon air conditioned bouncy house that adults can go to. And I, I don't know. I think, I don't know if you can drink there or something, but um yeah i'm just just gonna throw out an endorsement to it what's it called at at the um at the museum of sex in manhattan which is a fantastic museum uh there is a bouncy room that is all tits that you can jump on bunch of bouncy tits oh my god that's amazing that's awesome it's a fantastic it's called pop in the city so if you live in new york somewhere uh new york city's Greeley square pop in the city check it out What do you got? That sounds awesome. Gage, what's your thing? Uh, I'm going to endorse uh, getting into a bad reality TV show with your significant other. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> so, I, you know, bad reality television, not my thing really. But uh, You got at least one? A while back. 
a while back, uh, I mean, there's many now, but a while back, uh, one of my one? wife's best friends was really into the Bachelor slash Bachelorette, and we uh, we kind of turned watching it into like a drinking occasion, uh, and we'd always like just get together and just kind of. I don't know. I would mostly just shit on it for the most part, but yeah, uh, you know, it it kind of got into it in a in a fun way. And now my wife and I will, you know, kind of make it a ritual to sit down and watch it and just kind of make fun of these dorks and just you know, not really take it seriously, but like just have a good time, like just watching trash television and making it like a fun event. And uh, she really digs it, and I think, and it just is a fun kind of just fun activity to do with each other. And so I just recommend, even if you think that it's all garbage, which it is like, just, uh, just point, have fun in, have fun in the act of having fun with your significant other and watch it. Yeah. I would 100% agree with you. And I highly recommend 90 day fiance. Oh, oh yeah. I keep that telling a trash fire of a show. <laughs> I keep telling Mochi squeeze. We need to watch that shit. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, F boy Island. Season one was kind of fun, mm-hmm. I guess. Season two, I don't know. I feel like the joke was already on it. And we all know HBO Max is done making original content. So don't. Sure I don't know. I forget the other one. There was another one we were watching. I think I endorsed it one week. I can't remember. Love Island, Love Island is fun. Mm. Uh, that one is. Um, yeah, that one just seems like they just all get together on an island and, and just bone. <laughs> it's like. There's, the weird Whoa. thing about that show is there's no like activities or challenges or anything like that. It's just a bunch of people hanging out in a mansion um, mm-hmm. on an island and just like getting it on pretty much. But that's pretty good. Uh, also, the circle is pretty interesting. If you haven't checked that out, um, I really the first season of that was like so dystopian and weird because it like came out during the pandemic. But I didn't really like the the subsequent seasons. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the other ones we watched. There was like one that was really good. Oh, you know what? It's the fucking Joe Millionaire one is the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> Joe Millionaire was pretty fucking funny where it's like the original show is they all thought he was a millionaire, but at the very end it, it was revealed that he wasn't and then they were to see if like were they going to stay together or not. And the new show was like there's two guys and they have to fig- try to figure out which one's a millionaire and what's the, which one's the other one. Although the other guy is like oh, he's cool. still rich, so it's like what's the point? Anyway, mm. fellas, I think that's a wrap. Uh, how do we end the show that's again? A wrap. I feel like I keep asking this. What do we say? Do we do something? Uh, we we I don't think we've come up with a specific catchphrase yet. Do we do we do something? Does something Huzzah! happen? <laughs> Excelsior! Excelsior! Uh, I like that. Although they say Stan Lee, you know. A contentious guy sometimes, but rest in peace to him too. You know what I'll say to you? Rest in peace to you in the future, and we'll see you next time on Neon Pocket Dimension, y'all. Take (laughs) it easy.